Yo ho ho, Merry Christmas. I've got a present for you in a minute. What did you get me? Back all. <laughs> Well, a yo-ho-ho and a Merry Christmas for episode number 53 of the Promoter Mouths podcast. Hello, Pablo. Hello, Kai. It's our birthday. Yeah. And the the pod is 53. Yes. As I am. Oh. I, I was 53 this week in between the last pod and this pod. That's beautiful. It's a symmetry, isn't it? Uh, symmetry. Is, is it a coincidence? It is a coincidence. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Had you been born because we were going to have this moment and your parents conceived you, that wouldn't be a coincidence then. But it just seems to have happened, Pablo. I, I don't think they had anything like that on their minds. In fact, they didn't have the prospect of me on their minds at the time. I know that for a fact. Oh, dear. Yeah. Happy accident. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, obviously. Yeah. And the best thing that happened to them. Well... Let's let's put happy as a loose term, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> let's put shotgun as a definite one. <laughs> yes. Um here we here we are. It's it's the birthday anniversary episode, Pablo. Um as it is the anniversary episode, I'm going to give you a gift. And I'd like you to get it. It's just behind that card over there. Oh, just, I haven't opened anything yet. This is well, so exciting. It's got little uh, angels on it. Little um Ethnic angels. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm diverse, Pablo. If this year's taught me anything, It's if it, if it has taught me anything, it's to be more diverse. It's like uh, that one of your comedy nights is. Are there, are there, is there a female angel on there? Yeah, yeah. Is there yeah. a male angel? Is there a female angel with a cock? Um, Cause no, that, that's just, what, just lady angels. That's what people want nowadays. <laughs> oh, wicked. Oh, it's a book. I made a book for Pablo called One to One Two Fifty Two, and it is <laughs> all of the graphics from all of the pods. That is brilliant, mate. That is fantastic. It's a thing of beauty. Oh, mate. Touched. Oh, mate. That's very thoughtful. I feel such a wanker because obviously I haven't got your fuck all. But good. I like that. I like giving people <laughs> gifts that haven't got me one because then I think, yeah, have that, you bastard. Brilliant, mate. Thank you very Isn't much. Isn't that neat? Thank you. No worries, Thank you. man. What have you been up to since the last episode? Um, my son's here from Japan. Yes. You saw him earlier. Yes. I went to pick him up from the airport last Thursday and it took me six and a half hours to get back from London. I tell you what, I've never been in a journey that just drove me so nuts. I was driving for two hours, looked up, and I'd got no further from the airport. It was still there, right behind me. <laughs> On the M25, it was like bumper to bumper, and we ended up just finding another route. And it took, you know, I didn't care. If, I said, I don't care if it takes another four hours to get back. Let's do it. And everybody was going that way. So even the routes that, they, that we thought we could do. And so that was shit. Ten hours there. So it was like, drive there, get out. he yeah. just arrived, get in the car. Drive back yeah. ten hours in the car. It's nice though. I mean, look, it's not nice you got stuck, but it's a nice thing to do and it pick your son up after eighteen months. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Any mother in law. But I just felt so, so bad for them because they met. they just had a 
a massive flight, 14, 15 hours of travelling, yeah. and then thinking, oh, we'll be home, there'll be, you know, people to welcome us and go to bed and whatever. Fuck yeah. that. Sit in the car, sit, six and a half hours. Yeah, sit yeah. in the car listening to me swearing for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> We've got no fucking further. <laughs> that was one of, <laughs> what is going on? And But... but Fair play to him. Japan has obviously turned him into a Zen brother because he is calm and, you know, he's like, it doesn't matter, we'll get there. And I'm like, yes, yes and we will. I have no choice. But yeah. it's, it's times like that you want your daughter or your wife there to at least do some of the donkey work. Or you know. Driving. Was it dark as well? <laughs> it was, and I hate driving uh, in the dark. It's tiring. And it was wet. It yeah, is, it was yeah. horrible. Um, that was that. And then on um, Sunday, I went to London with Senna again um, and we went to the comedy store. Ooh. To see the players. I've not seen the players ever before. Have you ever seen the famous players? It's all sort of uh, ad-libbing. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've Yeah. I've, used to be a big thing on Channel 4, didn't it, in the 90s? Yeah, whose line is it anyway? Yeah, all of that. So they, they sort that, of came um, from that, didn't they? Tony Slattery and all of that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He, and uh, Greg Poops. Yes. I remember him. Oh, and, but Josie Lawrence Oh, yeah, as I well. her, yeah. Uh, but this wasn't any of those. But um, they always seemed a little bit too pleased with themselves, for my liking. It is a very smug pastime, isn't it? Improv, yeah. it's, really it's, clever. They are it is clever, absolutely brilliant and funny. You know, yeah. it was genuinely. Fun. I didn't think it was my thing, but even um, even my boy thought it was good. Well, I'll tell you what I've been up to, Kai. It was my birthday on Sunday. I was fifty-three, as I said, just like this episode. And Mrs. Pablo took me to a spa. It was a bit of an experience. They had this room, right? It was round, and it had uh, light curtains going round inside it. A little bit like they... I've seen the same curtains at Beckles Crematorium. So they've obviously gone for, like, relaxing sort of daily. But on the ceiling, there was a an oval-shaped screen with sort of leaves going round and birds flying. So what they've done is they've simulated outside... So the idea was you sit back, relax, listen to these sort of relaxing noises, then look outside, except it's not outside, it's actually a screen. The eye, I, mean, I thought of you because you're not keen on that's the outside. Like, that's perfect. It's like the outside, but inside. Yeah, you, that, you, that's your bag, isn't it? And it's on a screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. perfect. But the, bear in mind, this is in Fetford Forest, where the outside's well, really dead well, good. They actually, they could have just put a window, couldn't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But what they did, they speeded up day and night. So if you stayed in there for about five minutes, you got to see day and night. And what was the overall feeling? Was what? it one of relaxation? Uh, bewilderment. Or were you annoyed by something? The, the whole thing was, I was a bit bewildered by it. You got there and somebody handed you a rope and then just said, yeah, there you go, just walk about. And Mrs Pablo said to me, do you, do you think it feels a bit culty? I said, a bit culty? We just signed up for the fucking Moonies. What do you go? All these different little rooms where there's like saunas or steam rooms and different Incense smells. And things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you're going from one to the next. And then they want you. There's a bit where you could pick up a load of ice and sort of rub it all over yourself. I'm not doing that. They must be taking the piss with that. No, the people like that. I went to one in Bath, which was all just steam rooms of different flavours. Yeah. That was shit, really. You've put. Howdy, partner. Yeah, I, I tell you what, it's been a busy week, mate. I, I, um, I've got, I've done loads of things this week. I've hardly stopped. But last week I was in Tunbridge Wells and I stayed in a themed hotel. And this this was called the Smith and Weston. And uh, you go to check in and there's a bloke in a Stetson. 
And he, he actually says to you, howdy, partner, like that. But he's from Tunbridge Wells. And I'm like, oh, hello, mate. Uh, just come to check in. I'm like, sure. Yeah, whatever. And it, yeah, and it's, uh, it's the weird old do. Um, can I ask a question at this point? You can, yeah. Because I have come across themed um, hotels before. Yeah. I'm going to ask you, can you hire them for by the hour? No. Okay. Okay. No. You're, you're thinking it was one of these kinky places. Well, in Japan, they've got them. They've, there are streets and just vast expanses with all these hotels where teenagers, because they can't kind of oh, do yeah. the naughty at home. Yeah, they hide the places by they, the hour. They go and have a short afternoon in, in these themed love hotels, they're called. No, I was there with a work colleague. Hello. Yeah, he was in a different room. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it was all right. I thought um, they'd maybe try to get that thing going in England. With with the uh, breakfast, they gave you a hoof wipe. <laughs> oh no! Literally, you know, like wipe wet, your hoofs. Yeah, it was a wet wipe <laughs> in in a in a packet that said hoof wipe. Oh no! They've uh, thought it through. And in my uh, room, I had a bedside lamp in the shape of a cowboy boot. It was proper themed. It was really consistent, like, you yeah. know, everywhere you went. There was, like, posters of um, Billy the Kid and um, and all these other ones that, that I didn't know existed, but, like, cowboys. There, there, was, there was about eight of them. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you who I did see the week before. Did I tell you about Two Tills Tony? <laughs> no, tell me about Two Tills Tony. I don't know what, if that's that's what his real name was, but bloody hell! At the at the services <laughs> in Colchester, this guy, man, he was immense. He was fucking immense. So if if you're travelling um, northbound from going through Colchester, right opposite the football ground, and you go off to the garage there, yeah, yeah there's one of them with those wild bean cafes in and all of that, and and there was a guy there. Really, sort of having it. There was three tills. He was straddling two tills, and he'd worked out that the, the longest amount of time taken when somebody's been dealt with is for the person to faff around getting the card out and then putting it away. You know the rest of it. So he'd, he'd be hopping from one, go, over here, mate, over here, and he'd be hopping from one to the other. And sometimes, he'd, like the person was still there by the time he got back. Was he on his own? Uh, well, there was a there was a Doris next to him on the one till. Taking forever over everyone, but he was just—he was absolutely knocking it out of the park. Do you know? Do you know what? I've got a theory now that you've said this. Yeah. Can I run it by you? Yeah, go on. Two tails Tony deals with the rotor. Two tails Tony's getting paid for two people. It's possible. I tell you what, <laughs> he's it, doing he, two shifts. He fucking deserves in it. One. <laughs> because like when you want to get served, and he's there to like looking at your watch and tapping your feet. <laughs> two tails Tony. Two tails Tony was fucking killing it. <laughs> Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, they have joined together with the aim of banging on about UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. Double speed? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Are you streamlining? I think whip things along a little bit. Because you've been saying... There are bits of the pod where people drop off because you've been looking at the stats, mate. The stats of I've, you know what, well, you know when I get when I get it, I'm like a dog with a toy yeah, no, no, you, rag. You got under the bonnet of it, so you, people go, oh, I've heard this bit again and not again. So we're going to play double speed, okay? And uh, yeah, this st- is this is an interesting point. Maybe you will agree if I say it out loud, but um, looking at the stats, looking at where the dropout is. Like it, it goes like ten percent down, mm. and then ten percent up. 
about five minutes later or whatever. So people are fast forwarding and some people are jumping through and they're playing a little bit and then skipping and playing a little bit. So it goes down five, ten percent, up ten percent, down ten percent, five percent, whatever, all the way along. Some big gaps um, as well so where people are fast forwarding to things like parking like a twat or um, they'll skip through the old seagull news and things yeah. like as soon as it comes on, it drops and then yeah. it comes back up again just after. It's in, really interesting. Interesting. But to say this week, if you if that's your game, yeah. well, we're fucking you over this week because we've changed the order. Yeah, yeah. If you are somebody of a nervous disposition who is rattled by change, stop listening for a moment. Don't, no, don't oh, no, tell no, don't, don't, don't tell don't, listeners to no, stop no, listening. Don't stop listening for a moment. What's coming up, Pablo? Yeah, in Hellfire and Damnation... Uh, amongst other things, I'll be talking about my visit to a Weatherspoon where there was a crap Asian bouncer. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, then we're going to have Praise B. Yeah. Well, I'll be talking about flocks of Canada geese, or will I? Oh, have you seen them, have you? Oh, yeah. it's that time of year. Comedy rumours, forward slash. Shit, Alzheimer. Might have a word about some open spots and how they apply for gigs. Yeah, how about that? Pro comedy gigs page can go fuck themselves. Yeah, I might not. Might not. <laughs> I, I might not. Um, I might. Yeah, I might. Might not talk about that. Then we've got opinion whores. What we're going to debate this week? Well, we? on opinion whores, Pablo, I put university fees. Is it worth it? Um, parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave. I'm going to talk about a new Pistro. Tell you what that's about later. Right. Yeah, that'll do. Hellfire and Damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. I've put people who post on social media announcing that they have had enough of social media and won't be using it anymore. Yeah, why don't you like this? Well, just you can just tell the people that matter, or you can tell the whole world. And then I can guarantee that person is coming back to check how many people have responded to, oh, yeah, yeah. to that. So it's, it's... It's like the funeral you can attend, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's, it, yeah, it's a, it's a flounce. Um, I genuinely think, though, some people are getting a little bit mentally bothered by social media. I, I, I will so, add, though, that people that do have had quite a presence, I don't mind that, right? It's the people on the little local Facebook groups who say, I've had enough of this, yeah? I've had enough of all this all this arguing, all this bickering. And yeah. it's, it's all rubbish. All, they, all you talk about is dog shit and bins. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm, I've had enough of it, I'm going. There, there, there was a Facebook page... Um, it was uh, dedicated to flounces, right? So people would screenshot the flounces and and, and put it, post it on there. That that was a that was a good group. Ironically, I left it. But they do come back. <laughs> did you did you announce you're leaving? No, I didn't. you should. I'm yeah. going. All it is yeah. is pictures of. All it is is screenshots of people flouncing. Yeah. So yes, I'd like to put that in Hellfire. People who do that. Do, do the flounce. I think that people struggle with uh, social media sometimes, and but they, they're conflicted. They also like the company and the uh, instant sort of recognition that they get from posting shit. I think you just have to use it differently. You don't have to leave. I think you just have to kind of think of it differently. Yeah. You've put Opera House Spoons and Crap Asian Bouncer. So... 
I was in Tunbridge Wells, and in Tunbridge Wells, there's a Weatherspoons. Like it's, I think it's called the Opera House, and it is a thing of beauty to look at. You sent me a picture. Yes, it is it's beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. Is it an opera house? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I, it's an opera house, and I was sat on the stage, but you can go up and look down. They've just look at the whole the, the old seating, looking down at the stage, and there's a bar down there. I can guarantee you thought, gig. Oh, at first I did think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah without a doubt. Must be condemned, though, I'd um, imagine. No, no, no. no they um, it opened up as a Weatherspoons, and they had some festival, and they actually did a couple of operas there, I whilst lo- it was a Weatherspoons. Yeah, I love um, the idea that they've bought it and keeping it up together, but what a waste of a beautiful theatre. Well, it might have been condemned without them buying it, who knows. Yeah. But but here's the thing, right? It was crowded when we went in, myself and a work colleague. It was crowded, and all of a sudden the place just emptied. I don't know where everyone went, I couldn't work out. And we were were sat there sort of nursing a couple of drinks, got a couple of drinks in, and there was this bouncer kept walking up and down past us, um... And I've no, I don't, you don't normally see, I don't know, it's just maybe maybe because we're out in the arse end of nowhere here in Norfolk, you don't normally see um, bouncers from India or Pakistan, and there's this young guy who was. But he was just, he could not keep still, and there was only two tables occupied in the bit he was in. He was p- patrolling up and down, he was just pacing up and down. He, he was properly wired, and I thought, put me on edge, this guy, mm. properly put me on edge. And um, and he could tell that he wanted to talk, right? And, and what, I, to you, to anybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he and he caught me eye, and he went, "All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, hello, hello." And I I'd, I'd had about three pints of bitter, so I and I thought, well, he wants to chat. And my work colleagues like sort of looking away, thinking, "Oh, Jesus." Yeah, he, he could tell straight away he was a bit of a live wire. Yeah, yeah. So and but it, it wasn't much to him. This guy and I said to him, "Have you done much bouncing then?" <laughs> so he says, he says, what? He said, you get much trouble in here. Because bear in mind, this is Royal Tunbridge Wells. But yeah. there were bouncers everywhere. And I kind of, it didn't seem quite right. And, he's, and then he started got this diatribe about, yes, there were people in here. The, the youngsters, they come in, they need throwing out. They'll go and do drugs and they'll do this mm-hmm. and do the other. Look around, there's about four people in there, right? And uh, it just seemed a bit odd. And th- then he was saying, yeah, t- this generation... This generation is lost, man. It's completely lost. I thought it's a bit much, isn't it? It's a bit much. Then he started telling me the drinking habits of like different groups of people. Like he looked about twenty, and I thought, like I'm fifty-three, mate. I, I know. I've, I've, I've watched people drink like for the best part, like well, almost definitely beyond his age. You know what I mean? And anyway, he was a bit of a bell end. He meant well, but he was a. He, he just put me on edge. And I thought, what is the point? Maybe it's a tactic. I don't know. What, you no, know? I think... Okay, if he kicks off, I'm fucked, he thought. I better go and make friends with him. It's not going to hit me if I make friends with him. <laughs> there was nobody in there kicking off, honestly. Uh, yeah. Maybe it was a, a preventative measure. Um, so I went to a comedy club in London. Oh, yeah. And was with my son and walked across the road to approach the door of this comedy club. And there was a very large bouncer standing in the doorway and rather than step aside and let me in he stood staring really menacingly at me not saying anything even though I smiled and said all right and he was just staring at me intensely to the which point I just sort of shrugged and made a face like what, what do you want what, what's yeah. the problem 
can I come in? And, uh, and he carried on staring for a bit. And I have no idea what he was doing. It was. It just asserted himself. It was a weird one, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, he's double it's, my size and, and more, and he filled the doorway. But he was just looking at me like I'd done something wrong. And all yeah. I'd done was approach the door to go into this comedy club. I thought that's not a particularly good way to start in yeah, I mean, my evening. Well, you need to be what making your customers feel welcome. Yeah. Which was part of me beef with the bouncer in Tunbridge Wells. You're not making feel people feel welcome. And this guy, do you know what? My I, worst... I wasn't being dodgy. I was just approaching the door, but it was yeah. Yeah, I was like, I thought he was not either not going to let me in or whatever, but he did in the end. We were on the guest list anyway, and it didn't seem to matter that I said, yeah, we we're, were on the thing. I'm a guest of uh, so-and-so. Yeah. No, not even a blink. Don't need that out of a comedy club, do you? No, the, the experience should start at the door. You know, you don't want to be spooked yeah. out by somebody giving you And he just evils. wouldn't step aside to let me in. He was just yeah. stood filling the doorway. Yeah, yeah. so... I thought, yeah, I'm glad he's let me in now because I was about to take him down. Let's put shit bouncers in the bin. <laughs> shit bouncers, go in the bin. The Promoter Mouths Podcast with Kai Hopper. It's our anniversary episode. Yeah. All the way from Australia, yeah. Brian Damage and Crystal, they sent us a birthday You did, Brian message. and Crystal. Thank you so much. I love them. I was sat on my desk job. Kai sent it over. And I put my headphones on, and I was pissing myself solid. And we'll play a bit of that. Yeah, let's do that. Right now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Promoter Happy birthday to He's a jolly good podcast. He's a jolly good podcast. He's a jolly good podcast. Oh, oh, ah. That was me harmonising on my own. That's correct. You know, I, I can see what they've done there. Can what, you see what, what they've done there? They've done what? motor mouths. Yeah. But it's promoter mouse. That's I mean, clever, that right? you know, I never got that. Oh, I've been listening all oh, year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I got all the gossip and shit. Oh, yeah. Do you know, if I was doing that podcast, be, we live in a small community here, don't we? We do, yeah, yeah. In Australia. Yeah. And uh, uh, I wouldn't say half the things they say about the locals in uh, bleeding, um, in uh, uh, Norfolk. That place where you can't park. Yeah. Uh, Loddon, Loddon, and uh, the other one. I can never remember the other one. It, it's probably because it's not a very Ch- memorable... Chidwick or Chedburn. Ch- Chedburn. Ch- somewhere Ch- yeah. like that. You know what, though? Yeah. What? I think they, they, it's their first oh, you've anniversary. Started, you've started thinking Yeah, it's their first anniversary, maybe? right? Yeah. But they waited to start the podcast until yeah. we went to the other side of the world. Pretty much Is that a coincidence, day, as soon do you think? As we, I reckon... I they, think they wanted to slag us off and they wanted yeah. us as far away as possible and they thought so they could we get were away with go, it. We were going to go to Australia and we wouldn't even notice. Yeah. We wouldn't even notice. You it. can get podcasts yeah. in Australia, you know. Yeah. It's comedy shite-ass stuff. That's what it is. I'm yeah. not as dedicated a listener as you are. 
No, no. I've, I'm, I've I'm heard a very busy every woman. podcast. I'm, I'm a very busy Manchester woman. United supporter. Yeah. Every single podcast. I can't remember any They've of them. have got a season but ticket. But I've heard all of them. Yeah. 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 So. All right, so um, I think that's enough of those blathering on because, I mean, yeah. otherwise the podcast will go on for three hours. Yeah, that's it. We were going to have two or three attempts at this, but uh, I, th- I think there's I enough think. here. <laughs> he can just chop it up because he's got all this techie stuff. Yeah, now. yeah. I can. did give him a bit of advice. I said, you yeah. know, because he's... He put it on there, it's got fucking proper music, proper backing music, and all high-tech. And uh, I said, you know, you want to... Uh, roughing it up a bit, yeah. Like, uh, like our podcast. Put one of our songs on. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we, we got sing one of, of our songs? Yeah. Should we do one? Yeah. Go on then. Which one? I don't know any of them. Which one do you, do you reckon we should sing? Well, well the rare a... Patagonian toothfish is slightly oh, yeah, sort yeah. of about Australia, isn't it? All right. I, sort it is, of. Yeah. Sort of. Okay. I'm setting them blue with an over to do them. A red Patagonian toothfish. How can I get a kiss when I'm looking like this? I'm a red Patagonian toothfish. A man on a ship with a hook in my lip. I'm a red Patagonian toothfish. A duck in the net, people seem to forget. I'm a red Patagonian toothfish. I'm a red Patagonian toothfish. I live on my own in the sea. Red Patagonian toothfish. There must be somebody for me. A hot Patagonian toothfish. I'm looking to get me a wife. There's nobody there you look a bit scrawny, but God, I'm so horny, I think I might settle for you. Brilliant, wasn't it? Fantastic. Thank you, Brian and Crystal. We love you, we miss you, and we hope you come over soon, because uh, there are gigs waiting, if you do come. And there'll be cash in hand. <laughs> hey! <Yeah. laughs> I mean, that's... That's not all of it. We've got more, which we're going to put a little bit on later on, where there's a song I've not heard before. And I'll put the whole thing, with even more bits, on the Patreon page. I sort of envisaged him sat there in one of those uh, wooden uh, patios on a deck chair with a hat with corks on it. Yes. Drinking a can of 4X, swatting the flies away. Yeah, I can't imagine he hasn't put a, a hat with corks on. No, he bet he's walking around in that, isn't he? He turned up at the he, yeah. He turned up at arrivals with one. Yeah, a can of Fosters in one hand. Yeah. <laughs> no, when you're coming back, Brian and Crystal, give us a bit of a heads up because if it's if it's on, you know, a date that I've got something on, I'm not as prolific as their Kai is, but I'd love to have you on. He's sitting there going, "I ain't fucking coming back." <laughs> 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 Flocks of Canada geese. Well, let me tell you, have you ever looked up in the sky and seen a flock of Canada geese and just thought, that is a thing of beauty. I could marvel at that all day. Yes. And it just sends shivers down your spine and you think, that is beautiful. I sometimes wake up and it's usually like October time, late October, and you hear it in the distance and it's the la- it's so loud and... 
you know they're coming and you just stand by the window to look up, get your camera ready. And they come through in hundreds and hundreds when they properly go off. Little V shape. Yeah. And then there's always one straggling behind. You think, catch up, mate. Yeah. Go on, catch up. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh. Right? Mate. Uh, uh, what so- I'm talking about is very much like Flux of Canada Geese. And it put me in mind of that. Because it's nearly Christmas, I've noticed the uh, the, the, the pissed up blokes on the works too. Who would who would not normally be out <laughs> drinking together, and they're all walking around the city, like with silly Christmas hats on, yeah. stupid jumpers, pretending to be mates. They're not mates. They don't. It's the one night of the year they have to pretend to be mates, and you can sort of see them fighting for hierarchy and oh, like the, the yes. alpha trying to get to the front, and 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 you see them every year, and I, and I just think it's a thing of beauty. And the one they're trying to lose is yeah, kind of bringing yeah. up the rear. Yeah, where are we yeah. going next? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. following on. Yeah, and the young lad who, who they send for talent and paint and all of that. Yeah, right. Sugar and spice next, lads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope I've got my ID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's there's a few of them, and every year I see it, and it's like, yeah, it's it. They're just so awkward. You, you know. You are right. I yeah. I used to have working with Christmas parties quite a bit. And yeah, it's exactly that. You know, they are a lot of fragments that have all come together. Yeah. And then there's a boss there and they're all trying to oh, suck yeah. up to the boss. Yeah, exactly. And the boss usually leaves early because he's had enough and leaves yeah, the yeah. carnage behind. But, but if you see him early evening about six o'clock, it's, it's, they're, they're, they're full of sort of expectation. They're walking very quickly. Uh, yeah, and laughing at the boss jokes. The boss is never fucking funny, right? But they're laughing at the boss jokes because he's going to get a few rounds in and maybe he's going to take him for a curry or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're all out and about now, aren't they? They're all out and about. So yeah, enjoyed what? Uh, yeah, it's, it's super. All this week, and enjoy watching them. Isn't it Friday? It's this Friday, isn't it? Tomorrow, in fact, that'll be the big one for a lot of people today. A lot tomorrow, of people. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, stay away from pubs during the afternoon tomorrow. God, you wouldn't be working in accident emergency <laughs> on a on a Friday night before Christmas, <laughs> would you? Yeah, right. Jesus. Yeah, if it falls on, yeah, because this Christmas is a good one, isn't it? Because it's like next week. Yeah. But uh, yeah, flocks of Canada geese. You, you brought me in then, Pablo. I did, you reeled me in with nature. Yeah. And then. Still a thing of beauty, though. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and can I say, we've put. Yes. Uh, Martin Westgate's open house for yeah. Sense of Humour. Yeah, yeah. Um, his so, new venture. He's a, he's a rival comedy promoter. And he he he, uh, he had an open house in one of his venues in Norwich, bought a load of acts that are local. Yeah, we went along, had a beer, shook hands. It was a lovely gesture for Martin because it brings you know the the acts all come together. You don't see might see each other um, occasionally through the year, but having yeah. them all in the room was really nice. And I I knew quite a few of them. It was a familiar place and lots of yeah. familiar faces. So uh, yeah, well done to I'm, Martin Westgate. So yeah, what, yeah. a nice one, Martin. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promoter mouths. Without banging on about it too long, Kai, we'll just say um, we, we took a break there to talk to our Patreons um, and we discussed uh, that pressing topic of why are orange-flavoured things always nicer than actual oranges? And, and we somehow managed to Pad that out over about mm, half an hour. Pad it out, mate. I think <laughs> we somehow managed to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, and when it turns out, uh, mint follows the same 
paraf. But anyway, look, we've, we've, we've done all of this. But, okay, um, let's have a little quiz. Go on. Okay, have a little quiz. How many flavours of, without Googling it, I might start a podcast called Don't Google It, where you ask people questions, ask your listeners questions. How many flavours of Kit Kat are there in Japan? 500. No. You're very forgetful, Pablo. We've only just been talking about it. This one's for the listeners. If you want to know, go over to Patreon. Don't Google it. Yeah, that's oh. good. that was good, wasn't it? How many flavours? It will astound you mm. how many flavours there are. <laughs> anyway, look, you don't have to be a patron if you don't want to. It'd be nice if you did. But I'll tell you what would really help. If you would subscribe, press the little notification bell, and um, share. Yeah, anyway, that's it. I'd write, write a review, a positive one. Uh, it's now time for comedy rumours forward slash shit housery. Uh... You put open spots, applying for gigs, and I've got a form on my website, oh, wow. and they fill in their details, and there's a little bit for a bio. Yeah. And it just asks for a link to the video, so you can just click on it and right. go there. Yep. Open spots that say, look up my name for a video. No, mate. Give me a link. Yeah, give me a link. I'm not looking you up. As, as a general rule of form, um, if you're an open spot, the, the less work um, you give a promoter gives, makes it a lot better for you. And keep that throughout your career. Because if you've got a website, on your website, do a bio, give us something that we can copy and paste. Then there's more chance we're actually making... Uh, press copy and then yeah and then we put it onto the ticket site and people read about you and they're looking to buy tickets for gigs yeah. it's good promotion for you so so there's a couple of things that um comedians especially open spots comedians tend to get better as they get along but not all of them so one is the bio so if you'd write something that was a um a, a, you know a little bit more helpful that would be good the other thing is photographs so photographs if you can get a really good headshot and a really good sort of full shot yeah. and the background keep it as plain as possible because in my limited experience of Photoshop and fucking about with it the less messy the background is the better there is a lot of software now that does just delete it with a click the less the better you're good at that software not everybody is so so you know you just want it to be as easy as possible my, my pet hate is is like the, the top of the head would be sliced off. Oh, yes. What are you going to do with that? You, 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 you're going to take that out and put it on the poster and you've got like a flat head. And another one is the side of the arm because if you want them to just stand there, the side of the arm is, is square. It's outside of the outside of the shot. Mm. Yeah, just have a, a simple shot with space around and let us do yeah. what we can with it. Maybe. Um, back to the videos. Yes. Yes. Um don't be all maverick and send me a fucking clip to Vimeo, right? Then I've got somebody saying, all right, if you want this one, oh, you got to go to Dropbox. No, don't fuck about with that. Stick it on YouTube. Wow. No Vimeo. Whoa, whoa, and, 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 Honestly, if you want me to see it, it's, I was on about it's videos. Christmas, Pablo. I need to be able to hear it. So if the audio, if it's done on your phone and the audio is absolutely bobbins, it's, uh, it's, I'm just going to listen to about three seconds of it. It needs to be clear audio. Mm. Yeah. I think when you're an open spot, having a video, if you haven't got one, I'd say you're not quite ready yet to pitch yeah. for gigs all over the place. I, I would say there might be a few that will do it on a, on a, um, on a promise, but um, if you are branching out beyond the one or two 
or, or beyond the promoter who's given you one or two gigs, yeah, get them to film it. Get another gig done and yeah. film it. We, everyone's got phones. And, and acts will hold a phone for you while you're on stage. That's what they do. They're very helpful at that. Um, yeah, just get it because uh, we can't do it blind. Do, do you have a pet hate of mine with these videos? And I've been touching this before. If you're filming a gig where it's just other open spots, fair enough, right? But sometimes you can tell that it's just a gig with other open spots purely because of the cadence of the laughter yeah. or when it comes in. It's just a sort of contrived, supportive laughter. Uh, and you can spot it a mile off. Indeed. And you're thinking, ah, oh, and it's hard to get past that to enjoy the actual set. Don't stand behind the phone that's filming laughing. Yeah, if you make laughing, yeah, they're there from, oh, 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 to make it sound like everyone's laughing. It's not, it's, it's, and you can't get past it. But they are the things that we have to sort of wade through. Um, yeah, tough love. And we've got a, another message, Pablo, oh. from one of our very fine comedian friends. Listen to this. Well, happy birthday, you're one year old. Congratulations on your podcast, of which I've listened to parts of many. Never a whole one. I'm saving them up. Happy birthday. Keep up the good work, boys. Oh, it's a podcast, so there's no need for the video part. God, what a tool. Yay, it was the very funny Tony Law who stood in for you when you were on your honeymoon. Thank you, Tony. Parking like a twat in Loddon and Shedgrave in brackets. The no, local bit. Aha, parking like a twat. You found it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to Parking Like a Twat in London and Chetgrave. Yes, for those of you who've just joined us, we've had a brilliant pod. <laughs> so, for the listeners, what happens? We found out, we've probably said this earlier in the pod, I don't know if Kai might have cut it out, but Kai knows that there are some local listeners who only listen to this bit, so we thought we'd move it about. So, yes, they do that, Pablo, they do. They fast forward, yeah, and you can even see where they stop to check what they're listening to, and then they fast forward, and it goes forward in like the thirty on on the Apple one. It's thirty second increments where you just go click. Oh click, right, yeah, yeah. And you, uh, thirty, yeah, thirty seconds, yeah, thirty seconds, thirty seconds, back fifteen, and you can see it goes there, up, oh, nah, uh, tiny little peaks all I the way. I don't know you can do this. Yeah, so I've put pistro. Is that a shit bistro? It's a whimsical play on words, Pablo. Is yes. It a, a portmanteau. Yes, it's pistro, not bistro, because I've discovered what they're going to turn the old toilet block in the car park in Loddon. They're turning it into a bistro coffee bar. Oh, okay. It used to be a shit house, and I thought, oh, I'd like to open a cafe there, and I'd call it the log cabin because <laughs> it used uh, to be a council yeah. shit house. People did poos there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll have the Yule log, please, at Christmas. We'd have it all themed. I had it all thought out. I do that. I, I crack that same dad joke every Christmas morning. What, you've laid a Yule log? No, I'm just uh, I'm just off to uh, get, uh, do me Christmas log. Oh, yeah, yeah. very nice. Yeah. Captain's log. Yeah, so yeah. they're turning in a shithouse into, that the council sold into a cafe. I'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah, do, I don't know. I mean... It's, well, will it do a full English? Might do. Yeah, so that was that's that. That's the news. News on the street. Pistro. 
Shall we move on? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we applaud all the new businesses that start up anywhere, not just in our little idyllic market town. But, but um, yeah, fair play. You've put street food on Norwich Market. Have you been to Norwich Market street food bit? Um, yeah, there is some good ones. Yeah, I've, I've forgotten how good it is. It really is good. I used to go to Deb's when I was at uh, college, when I was doing my uh, construction course about 15 years ago. We used to go there every time we'd got college. But, like, now, there's all sorts there. It's not just fried crap, is it? It's, no, no, you, you can get Thai food, curries, fish and chips, um, falafels. Yep, keep going. Um this is my favourite bit when you like to list things. Yeah, well, I'm not good. I, you know I've got a shit memory. No, well, that was very good. You've yeah. There were four things there. Churros. Okay. What about for the vegans? Vegan food. <laughs> Your vegan Thai, vegan churros. Yeah. <laughs> I think they've got a vegan Chinese as well. Have they? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't work. They like those, I'll tell you what. Have you been to the... Um, the, the the, You're the, making me hungry now, Pablo. Yeah, no, there's there, there's, there's a, a vegan Chinese called the Loving Hut in Norwich. Have you been to it? No. Have I mentioned it on here before? It's run by an actual cult. But oh. the food the food is really good, right? Go go to the Loving Hut. Do you know the back entrance to Castle Mall, right, Castle Quarter as it is now, uh, like where you go up, what's the name of it? I can't remember the name of the street, but it's the back entrance. Oh. Yeah. So, so you go to this place called the Loving Hut, and there's Chinese people in there, but they've got the, they've got an old uh, portable cathode ray tube telly, right? Wow. And, and they put videos in, and there's a lady that, that's called the Supreme Leader, giving lectures, right? Really? Yeah, giving lectures. Is it's it a, not just a themed restaurant? It's a cult, Kai. It's a cult, and and this 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 lady, um, she's opened up loads of these in different cities around around the world, and she gives lectures on how to uh, be vegan. And how to follow her about oh, and do what okay. she says. And there's little pamphlets and shit in there. Wow. Right. But I tell you what, they don't give it the hard sell. They just have like pamphlets and her lecturing on the TV screen, which is a bit wacky. But the food is fucking great. Okay. Yeah. So you give them like four or five quid or whatever. They give you a tray and then you pile out the noodles and you pile out the rice. You pile out the um, tofu things and uh, uh, the curry sauce and all of that. It's nice. Oh. You've got to try it, mate. I didn't have you down for a vegan tryout. It's just a really nice uh, Chinese. Oh, go with that. Yeah. The Loving Hut. The Loving Hut in Norwich. Yeah, give that a go, mate. Get converted. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't I don't. Want... Do you think they're just trying to convert people to veganism as a as a it's got, it's, concept? No, it's it's got a bit of a cult about it. There's something not right. Go and have a look and, and report back. I... Lived with a vegan once, and, yeah. and my lasting memory is that and they're very just... weak and miserable. <laughs> uh, shall we move on? Let's do We've it. We've got opinion whores. You've put. Oh, oh yeah. no, no. This is um, four-minute recorded interviews, mate, for universities. My daughter's got a university interview. Oh yeah. And they said, "Oh, you've got an interview." We're going to send, and there'll be a link, then you click on it, and they'll be asking you questions for four minutes. And right. you've got to answer them, and they'll record it, and that's your interview. For university? Yeah. The rest of your life depends upon this bullshit. You used to have to go and sort of have a little day out, and you, you know, have a look around, and they'd see your suit, you know, whether you're suitable. No, nope. she's got a four minute recorded interview, and they time it, 
and you've got to answer the questions and that's it. And which university is this? Surrey. Is it any good? Yeah, it's a nice one. So what are they, are they going to filter people out from these and then interview afterwards? No idea. Well, no, I don't think so. I think that's, as far as I'm aware, that's a university interview. That's not good enough. I that's a flawed so. system. I'd like to think they will do what you've just said and invite her. But um, is it worth it, though? You know, I, I know university is not for everyone, um, but a lot of kids do do it. Um, I used to teach a lot. But forty, they're coming out with mm. 40 grand of loans and it's like, is it worth it? But if you don't earn it, they don't pay it. No, well, that's that's what this... But it's a bit of a... If you then come out of university and spend the next 30, 40 years not earning the minimum... You don't pay it. Then you don't pay it, but it's it's not much to live off, really. Yeah, no, you know? but but the, the theory is... that's. I mean, look, if you go to university to do something that earns money... I mean, I'm not discouraging her from going, but there is a reality that, you know, don't expect to be... Getting um, getting a mortgage for a while, for example, if yeah. you want that. <laughs> I, can, I can see the logic in it. I mean, yeah, I when, can. When, the, the logic is if you, you've gone to university, on average, you're going to be a higher earner than somebody who hasn't been to university. So um, you you would pay tax, more tax. Yeah. But um, but arguably, you'd pay more tax anyway if you got a better job. They're yeah. they're going to be rinsing you there. They're going to be taking nine grand a year plus you know all the other bits um off of her. Yeah. I, the least they could do is meet her. <laughs> it just seems like a really it does, yeah. I can see it's easier. Um, my opinion on the four minute interview that's bollocks. Uh, university loans, bit harsh. You can see the logic, um, and. I worry that it puts the poorer people off actually getting an education. Mm. Yeah. So my advice to anybody who's going to do it and you you haven't got loads of money and you're going to spend all that time paying the loans off, um, it's something that struck me really late in life. If you can be good at most things, try and be good at something that makes a bit more money. On that subject of interviews, mate, you do interviews, don't you? I did an In, interview. Do you interview people? Oh, like what for jobs and that? Yeah, yeah, I've done. Yeah. Do you ask those five trying behaviour questions? Hard to look. <laughs> we haven't really been trained to do interviews, right? What, 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 so, what's so, your favourite question to ask? Uh, we try and avoid the obvious. Where do you see yourself in five years' times? Five years time. What's your or, biggest weakness? Well, yeah, what's your biggest weakness? And you know, um, you've got to prepare for that if you're going for a job. Yeah. Yeah, and and don't, they say, don't say, uh, my biggest weakness is that I haven't got any faults. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a proper apprentice answer, isn't it? Because everyone's under the table doing a wanker sign, aren't you? I mean, I mean you, you ask task-based questions, don't don't you? So if they if they haven't supposedly done the job before that they're applying for, you'll say, oh, what what do you find hard about the job? And they'll say, can you give us an example? And then you say, if such and such a thing happened, how would you deal with it? Yeah. 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 So, so then you get an idea, because you get bullshitters, don't you? Can you give me an example of a time when? That's yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly that. And yeah. usually you can, I've been into interviews where they've asked that sort of question. Can you give me an example of a time when? 
And if you read between the lines, you know that they've probably had that problem yeah. in, the, in the company or in the business. Yeah, exactly. And somebody would handled it uh, in a catastrophic way. <laughs> yeah. So they want to make sure that... you're sat there yeah, having an interview. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's move on to plugging our gigs, Pablo. I'm going to take the short approach this month. I've got too many gigs now, Pablo. Too many venues. Spit them off. Yeah, I've got, I've got venues in Chedgrave, yeah. Beckles, Wingfield, Harleston and Wisbeach and I. Mm. And if you want to know what's going on there, and there are some lovely gigs every month going up, go to shaftofwit.com and you can see details. You've crept up with quite the empire there, haven't you? It is lovely, and but it's yeah. all along one road. I, I know I say I don't like going far to work. Is it the, all, all, is it the A140? <laughs> it, it, goes, it goes all, if you have a look on a map, yeah. it's, all, it's all in a very kind of confined space. It's quite a circuit. You plotted it on a map. I literally plotted Woodbridge on a map. I, I wanted somewhere equidistance, um, a 45-minute drive south of Southwold Art Centre. And I went, oh, I wonder if there's anything in Woodbridge. Yeah, I had a look, and there was, Loved and it's been best yeah. venue. It's now. beauty, yeah, yeah. really good. Um, so that's that. Um, I've got all sorts coming up: Arthur Smith, Pat Monahan, um, Marcus Birdman. There's some great names. Just go and yeah. have a look. Shaftwit.com. Fantastic. I'll, I'll go into slightly more detail because some of these tickets are running out. So 8th of March, Southwell Dart Centre, where Gary Delaney headlines, and we've got Glenn Wool, and a yet an act yet to be announced, uh, and uh, Darius Davis MC and there's only a handful of tickets left and the the gig where I double up with the same uh, lineup has already sold out so that's that's the Woodbridge is sold out that's eight for March you can go on a waiting list if you go on the website fifth of April we have Sean Walsh headlining Sol Bernstein Gavin Webster both playing Southwold Arts Centre and Sackford Theatre in Woodbridge and the MCs are Ben Valdeveld and Karen Bailey. Great gigs, mate. Thank you, mate. Really good. Yeah. Hopefully some exciting news about another one soon, which I told you off mic before. Oh, yes. An actual A-lister. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. And, and, and you gave me the idea. Man's in town. Yeah. Yeah, play that. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I know it's been put to him, so I don't want to talk. It would be lovely. It would be lovely. It would be fantastic. If you can come along and help me, that would be great. So- well, Pablo, that brings us to the end of episode 53. Not uh, just episode 53. It's, our anniversary episode. It's the beginning of a new chapter again. Let's finish off with a little bit more from our amazing birthday message from Down Under with Brian and Crystal. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mouth Podcast. Oh, happy birthday to you. A year old today, a year old today. Never been a year old before, I never will be. Anymore. Right, yeah, so um, have a lovely celebration. Open a bottle yeah. of fizz or something. I don't know if you yeah. both drink, but anyway. Yeah. Um, and say hello to Pablo. Yeah, and uh, a happy, happy birthday from Dan Ander. Right, Dan, oh, fuck, eh? I'm a Bondi bastard. I live on Bondi Beach. Sometimes I get so plastered, I lose my powers. can't even talk. Speech. I've always been a yobbo. I wrote the flaming book. 
But when the pumps go nuts on Bondi Beach, things are fucking crooks. Now the sand on Bondi Beach is white, but the palms are ten times wider. They like to think they're pretty bright. Fucking jellyfish are brighter. When you're full of amber nectar, yeah, and I get full of the most. Bloody palm creeps up behind, just like you've seen a fucking ghost. Oh, Christmas time on Bondi I reckon it's a bloody disgrace All that shouting and fighting and swearing and shit Lowers the tone of the fucking place <laughs> Christmas time on Bondi It'll drive a bloke insane When the bombs go nuts on Bondi Beach It's Christmas time again that's a good one, isn't it? Well, yeah, you don't want any other verse. No. Oh, right. Now, my mate Stevie Irwin... Crikey! He was a good old bloke. He couldn't pass a sleeping crocodile without fucking giving, giving it a, a poke. Sharks and spikes. Sharks and spikes and spiders. Spiders. Sharks and snakes and spiders. Yeah. He was the one to trust. Yeah. Well, when the palms go nuts on Bondi Beach, you wouldn't see his ass for that. Not as stupid as he looked, was he? I'm worn out. Right. It's hard work pretending to be Australian. Right. Oh. Let's draw this one to a close. Pablo, it's been a pleasure. It's the start of a new chapter. Yes. Yay. Onwards and upwards. Are we going to do a compilation one one day? We sh- we ought to, but that sounds we like need, a lot of work. We need one in the back. Be- well, yeah, listening and remembering. All yeah. right. So let's uh, let's wind it down. And thanks, mate. Cheers, Kai. Pleasure. Enjoy your book. Thank you, mate. Enjoy your forthcoming present that I'll definitely remember to get. Yeah. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.